welcome to Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. In these episodes, we connect with courageous women sharing their healing journey story. Are you ready to align your thoughts with your heart? If thoughts were a person and came knocking on the door, would you let them in? When you can stop and think about what you're thinking, shifts happen. Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, energetic mindset mentor and author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Today, we have special guest, Martha Mock. She is a super confident coach. Welcome, Martha. I am honored you're here. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you, Lisa. It's such a grateful for me to have a platform to share my story. I'm someone that who has been living in silence for over 30 years, someone who was afraid to share, someone who was told that I should shut up, put my head down, and I just do my duty as a woman, as a wife, as a daughter, as a sister. I didn't know that one day I could break free from all of that and share my story on your podcast today and let other people know that they don't have to be staying in silence. They also can reclaim their voice and be them again. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And so many um, of our listeners feel like they don't have a voice, that they have to keep silent, bearing things. So share with us, what was your darkest moment and how did you get there? My darkest moment have to be the moment that I decided on my 40th birthday to leave my abusive marriage. Someone that who was my first love, my first boyfriend, my first marriage. I was told that I need to shut up. I need to be a normal woman and be someone that who just give and give and give. And being in an abusive marriage like that, where you were told that you're worthless every single day, my only outsource was my work. I was a very successful makeup artist, but then inside of me, I was warten. I was empty and I was alone. On my 40th birthday, I realized that something has to change because I was so unhappy at that time. I do not want to live more than 60 years old. So if I only have 20 years left, what do I want in my life? And I decided at that moment, all I want was love, happiness, and joy. So I took the courage to step out and find my love, find my joy, find my happiness again. After one and a half year of searching, yes, endless um, dating and meeting people online, as a 40 years old, it was all nude or scary, but exciting at the same time for me. I'm grateful the fact that I have this attitude of not giving up. How many times have I met scumbags? How many times have I met scammers? I did not give up. Just like all my friends said to me, if I were you, I would give up already. Like, how would you spend all this time of meeting new people? My answer was, if I want to win the lottery, if I don't go and buy the ticket, I will never get there. And guess what? Within a year and a half, I'm grateful that I have met my current partner. He supports me, allow me to be the confident woman that I am and being the authentic me. And 
because of his support that I have the courage and to find my confidence again and be the confident woman I am today. And now I share that with other women to let them know that they no longer need to be in silence. And they can be just like me, finding their love, finding their voice, and finding that sense of belonging to themselves, that they belong in the society, they belong in this world, and there is life after 60 years old. Absolutely. There's life after 40. <laughs> so you had mentioned 40 was your was like your breaking point. How long were you in the marriage for? 19 years. Wow. So most of your young adulthood going into the middle age is was it because you just looked in the mirror and you realized like half my life may be over, you know, not knowing when your destination is going to end. And you just were exhausted from the constant abuse and decided that this this is it, not enough. What gave you that courage to walk out, to leave a marriage of 19 years? I do weddings for a living before I became a coach. And I always see people getting married, the happiest day in their life. And my heart will think that I wish one day I could find that person. And I'm like, oh, okay, but I am married, but why do I have that thinking? So it took a lot of inner search and finding what do I want in life. I have the best of everything outside. I live a good lifestyle, only work two days a week. I travel everywhere around the world to do my job, my craft, and I'm respected, validated in my work life. But in my love life, in my relationship, the people that who I care the most, I wasn't respected. I wasn't treasured. And I'm like, why there's such a differences in my work life and things? And it, because I got the validation from outside that I am confident and that I'm good at what I'm doing. And when I go home, when I've been told that I'm worthless, it's starting to create a resentence in me and say, no, I'm not worthless. You are the worthless one. You are the one who's insecure and trying to keep me into this and feed onto your own fear. No, I no longer wanted to do that. It was scary at first. Definitely it was. And I'm so grateful that I have met mentors and uh, people who are supporting me on the way. My biggest regret was I didn't ask for help longer, uh, sooner, because I didn't know there was help outside. I thought I was the only one that was going through that. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I feel like I need to keep up this greatest pretender, shiny mask for everyone to see because I was a successful career woman. But then I didn't know that I can also be successful and vulnerable at the same time. Vulnerability is the one of the big key of me breaking out of my shell and learning that vulnerability wasn't a weakness. It takes twice the courage to become vulnerable. And that was my big key turn moment. Wow. I'm so glad that you had the courage to do it. So many of us don't have that courage and we stay stuck in relationships and not always necessarily with spouses, but sometimes with extended family, you know, parents and siblings, because we think we have to be there because we're related somehow. And it's so important to establish those healthy boundaries. So what was the modality that you used to help yourself heal and, and gain your confidence and become a super confidence coach? 
Mm, definitely learning to be vulnerable. At first, I feel like being vulnerable was like on a stage in Miami with a spotlight showing off your butt crap. That was basically how it felt like at the first time because mm. I was so scared. And the more I talked, the more I realized, hey, you know what? People don't judge you. People actually support you. People actually say that, wow, it's amazing that you actually come through. And all of that just by being vulnerable, by being able to share, by being able to jump into the water and start swimming to the shore that I wanted to be. Yes, in the mid-process, I may come across a shark. I may come across a jellyfish that stung me and got me a little bit scared in the way. But there will always be dolphins and turtles and other mentors and good friends that you meet up on your journey that can help you and support you and give you a hand to swim to your journey and to, to your shore. And the only person who can really tell us what we can do and can't do is us. We often, as a human, give that power away. Give the power to our past, which is what is holding us back. Give the power to other people that they're hurting our feelings, they're hurting our emotion. But when we realize that, hey, wait a minute, I'm the person that who's in control. I'm the person that who is control at this very moment. I don't know what can I do to make the future better. And I can't go back to my history to fix the past. But I know this time, this moment, this very seconds and this space is what I have and what I can control. So having the control of myself, not for other people, I think is the, the, the elements that I find myself again. Wow, that's very deep. I love that. So what advice would you give to someone experiencing a similar situation? Ask for help. You're not alone. There's so many people out there like you, like myself and other cultures and community that willing to help and supporting to help. That's why I'm also in the process of opening my nonprofit organization to help other women who've been through similar situation to get some coachings from one of the coaches that I work with or other coaches who are willing to donate their time with you. Because if at that moment I didn't get the help that I need, I will never be where I am right now. So now giving back is one of my big things that I want to be able to help other people. So for you listeners out there, know this, that you don't have to be alone. You are not alone. All you have to do is take that little bit of courage. It's not about jumping off a sky high building. It's not about doing bungee jump, but just the moment to pick up the phone, pick up that email and ask and send that little bit of help and give yourself permission to ask for help. That's the key. Thank you so much. Um, you, I love that you're doing a not-for-profit. Um, so I would love to be a part of that. Do you have a name for it? Is it it's just in the beginning stages? It's, the, it's called the Confident Project. It's a link that we wanted to get coaches together to help the um, the needed people that who cannot afford a paying coach to get some help. And we've been starting to do that on a small scale to help other people who reach out and say, hey, I'm going to get you connected with this person and uh, they were going to give you four sessions of help. 
and so that you can be going on your way. Because I find that number three and number four session is the breaking point that where you have that aha moment and breakthrough and realize, hey, you know what? I can do this. I have the, that I don't have the full confidence to be what, like jumping off a building, but now I have that little bit of confidence to taking that bunny step on the way. And that's what we wanted to offer um, women out there that who may need that little bit of a support to allow themselves to be helped, to allow themselves to realize that you are worth it. You are deserve this help because you have been the up, utmost important person in your life. And that's why you deserve the help. Yes, that's a wonderful, wonderful project. And I love that it's going to be a safe place, a place where you can openly share in a trustworthy environment. I know a lot of women who have been through emotional abuse and they're petrified to tell or to share because of, you know, of the, the way the person's going to respond, you know, what's going to happen to them if they share their story, if they talk bad about their spouse, if they tell anybody about the, the violence. So thank you so much for that mission and for doing that. Um, you know, your mission statement is no woman should be in silence. And that will be the title of this podcast. So if you're out there and you've dealt with anything um, similar to what Martha has shared with us, please reach out. Um, you can connect with Martha. Her information is in the description box. And I encourage you to be brave, be confident, and really understand it's all a matter of the heart. Thank you for listening to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I hope that this episode connected with your heart to help you get shifts that happen. Want to create abundance? Let's connect your heart-centered desires to create limitless abundance. In a 20-minute solution call, I help courageous women post-abortion, miscarriage, or loss of a child foster a heart of gratitude without journaling using the power of breath and thoughts receive the possible book your call today link is in the description wealth is all around you